Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you are having a wonderful day. Thank you very much for joining with me. For all of those who have been with me since the day one uh, and to all those who have recently okay, found the podcast or uh, have seen the videos on YouTube, a very warm welcome to you. And we've just hit 8,000 plays um, on Anchor, which is now owned by uh, Spotify. So welcome to everyone who's been uh, uh, joining with us in the last wee while as well, because we've had quite a few um, new listeners, which is lovely. I hope you're enjoying hearing the word. And um, please um, continue to comment, or if you have any prayer requests, send us an email at info at hughattrick.com, and I'll be more than happy to uh, pray for you, whether it be privately or whether you would want it on at the end of the uh, programme. Now, today is day 311, and we are going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter 46 through to 48, and then over, over into the New Testament with Hebrews chapter 4. And I'll share the screen with you uh, so that you can see exactly what I'm reading. Just takes a couple of seconds here. Right, there we go. Now we'll go into Jeremiah 46, a message about Egypt. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations. Concerning Egypt, this is the message against the army of Pharaoh, Necho, king of Egypt, which was defeated at Karshashmesh on the Euphrates River by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Prepare your shields, both large and small, and march out for battle. Harness the horses, mount the steeds, take your positions with helmets on, polish your spears, put on your armour. What do I see? They are terrified. They are retreating. Their warriors are defeated. They flee in haste without looking back. And there is terror on every side, declares the Lord. The swift cannot flee, nor the strong escape. In the north by the river Euphrates they stumble and fall. Who is this that rises like the Nile, like rivers of surging waters? Egypt rises like the Nile, like rivers of surging waters, she says. I will rise and cover the earth. I will destroy cities and their people. Charge, you horses. Drive furiously, you charioteers. March on, you warriors, men of Cush, and put who carry shields. Men of Lydia, who draw the bow. But that day belongs to the Lord, the Lord Almighty. A day of vengeance for vengeance on his foes. The sword will devour till it is satisfied, till it has quenched its thirst with blood. For the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will offer sacrifice in the land of the north by the river Euphrates. Go up to Gilead and get balm, virgin daughter Egypt. But you try many medicines in vain. There is no healing for you. The nations will hear of your shame. Your cries will fill the earth. One warrior will stumble over another. Both will fall down together. This is the message of the Lord, spoke to Jeremiah the prophet about the coming of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon to attack Egypt. Announce this in Egypt and proclaim it in Migdol. Proclaim it also in Memphis and Tephanus. Take your positions and get ready, for the sword devours those around you. While will your warriors be laid low, they cannot stand, for the Lord will push them down. They will stumble repeatedly. They will fall over each other. They will say, get up, let us go back to our own people and our native lands away from the sword of the oppressor. There will they exclaim, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is only a loud noise. He has missed his opportunity. 
As surely as I live, declares the king, whose name is the Lord Almighty, one will come who is like Tabor among the mountains, like Carmel by the sea. Pack your belongings for exile, you who live in Egypt, for Memphis will be laid waste and lie in ruins without inhabitant. Egypt is a beautiful heifer, but a gadfly is coming against her from the north. The mercenaries in her ranks are like fattened calves. They too will turn and flee together. They will not stand their ground, for the day of disaster is coming upon them, the time for them to be punished. Egypt will hiss like a fleeing serpent as the enemy advances in force. They will come against her with axes, like men who cut down trees. They will chop down her forest, declares the Lord, dense though it be. They are more numerous than locusts. They cannot be counted. Daughter Egypt will be put to shame, given into the hands of the people of the north. The Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, I am about to bring punishment on Amon, God of Thebes, on Pharaoh, on Egypt and her gods and her kings, and on those who rely on Pharaoh. I will give them into the hands of those who want to kill them. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and his officers. Later, however, Egypt will be inhabited as in times past, declares the Lord. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, dismayed, Israel. I will surely save you out of a distant place. Your descendants from the land of the exile, Jacob, will again have peace and security, and no one will make him afraid. Do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant, for I am with you declares the Lord. Though I completely destroy all the nations among which I scatter you, I will not completely destroy you. I will discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not let you go entirely unpunished. Jeremiah chapter 47, a message about the Philistines. This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah, the prophet, concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh attacked Gaza. This is what the Lord says, See how the waters are rising in the north. They will become an overflowing torrent. They will overflow the land and everything in it. The towns and those who live in them, the people will cry out. All who dwell in the land will wail at the sound of the hooves of galloping steeds, at the noise of enemy chariots and the rumble of their wheels. Parents will not turn to help their children. Their hands will hang limp. For the day has come to destroy all the Philistines and to remove all survivors who could help Tyre and Sidon. The Lord is about to destroy the Philistines, the remnant from the coasts of Kaftar. Gaza will shave her head in mourning. Ashkelon will be silenced. You remnant on the plain, how long will you cut yourselves? Alas, sword of the Lord, how long till you rest? Return to your sheath, cease and be still. But how it can rest when the Lord has commanded it, when he has ordered it to attack Ashkelon, and the coast. Jeremiah chapter 48, a message about Moab. Concerning Moab, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Woe to Nebel, for it will be ruined. Kiriathon will be disgraced and captured. The stronghold will be disgraced and shattered. Moab will be praised no more. In Heshbon, people will plot her downfall. Come, let us put an end to that nation. You, the people of madmen, will also be silenced. The sword will pursue you. Cries of anguish arise from Heronium. Cries of great havoc and destruction. Moab will be broken. Her little ones will cry out. 
They go up the hill to Luhith, weeping bitterly as they go. On the road down to Heronim, anguished cries over destruction are heard. Flee, run for your lives, become like a bush in the desert. Since you trust in your deeds and riches, you too will be taken captive, and Chemosh will go into exile. Together with his priests and officials, the destroyer will come against every town, and not a town will escape. The valley will be ruined, and the plateau destroyed. Because the Lord has spoken, put salt on Moab, for she will be laid waste. Her towns will become desolate, with no one to live in them. A curse on anyone who is lax in doing the Lord's work. A curse on anyone who keeps their sword from bloodshed. Moab has been at rest from youth. Like wine left on its dregs, not poured from one jar to another, she has gone into exile. She, so she tastes as she did, and her aroma is unchanged. But days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send men who pour from pitchers, and they will pour her out. They will empty her pitchers and smash her jars. Then Moab will be ashamed of Shemosh, as Israel was ashamed when they trusted in Bethel. How can you say we are warriors, men valiant in battle? Moab will be destroyed and her towns invaded. Her finest young men will go down in slaughter, declares the king, whose name is the Lord Almighty. The fall of Moab is at hand. Her calamity will come quickly. Mourn for her, all who live around her, all who know her fame. Say, how broken is the mighty sceptre, how broken the glorious staff. Come down from your glory and sit on the parched ground, you inhabitants of daughter Dibon. For one, for the one who destroys Moab will come up against you and ruin your fortified cities. Stand by the road and watch, you who live in Aror. Ask the man fleeing and the woman escaping. Ask them, what has happened? Moab is disgraced, for she is shattered. Wail and cry out, announced by the Arnon, that Moab is destroyed. Judgment has come to the plateau, to Holon, Jaza, and Mephath, to Dibon, Nebo, and Beth de Bluthin, to Kiriathim, Beth Gamul, and Beth Meon, to Kirioth and Bozra, to all the towns of Moab, far and near. Moab. <coughs> Moab's horn is cut off. Her arm is broken, declares the Lord. Make her drunk, for she has defied the Lord. Let Moab wallow in her vomit. Let her be an object of ridicule. Was not Israel the object of your ridicule? Was she caught among thieves that you shake your head in scorn whenever you speak of her? Abandon your towns and dwell among the rocks, you who live in Moab. Be like a dove that makes its nest at the mouth of a cave. We have heard of Moab's pride, how great is her arrogance, of her insolence, her pride, her conceit, and the haughtiness of her heart. I know her insolence, but it is futile, declares the Lord, and her boasts accomplish nothing. Therefore I wail over Moab, for all Moab I cry out. I moan for the people of Kir Haraseth. I weep for you as Jazir weeps, you vines of Sibma. Your branches spread as far as the sea. They reached as far as Jazer. The destroyer has fallen on your ripened fruit and grapes. Joy and gladness are gone from the orchards and fields of Moab. I have stopped the flow of wine from the presses. No one treads them without shouts of joy. Although there are shouts, they are not shouts of joy. The sound of their cry rises from Heshbon to Elia and Jahaz, from Zoar as far as Heronim, 
Eglath, Shilashiah, for even the waters of Nimrim are dried up. In Moab I will put an end to those who make offerings on the high places and burn incense to their gods, declares the Lord. So my heart laments for Moab like the music of a pipe. It laments like a pipe for the people of Ker Haraseth. The wealth they acquired is gone. Every head is shaved and every beard cut off. Every hand is slashed and every waist is covered with sackcloth. On all the roofs in Moab and in the public squares, there is nothing but mourning. For I have broken Moab like a jar that no one wants, declares the Lord. How shattered she is, how they wail, how Moab turns her back in shame. Moab has become an object of ridicule, an object of horror to all those around her. This is what the Lord says. Look, an eagle is swooping down, spreading its wings over Moab. Kerioth will be captured and the strongholds taken. In that day, the hearts of Moab's warriors will be like the heart of a woman in labor. Moab will be destroyed as a nation because she defied the Lord. Terror and pit and snare await you, you people of Moab, declares the Lord. Whoever flees from the terror will fall into a pit. Whoever climbs out of the pit will be caught in a snare. For I will bring on Moab the year of her punishment, declares the Lord. In the shadow of Heshbon, the fugitives stand helpless. For a fire has gone out from Heshbon, a blaze from the midst of Sion. It burns the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of the noisy boasters. Woe to you, Moab! The people of Shemosh are destroyed. Your sons are taken into exile and your daughters into captivity. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in days to come, declares the Lord. Here ends the judgment on Moab. And now we'll go into Hebrews. Chapter 4, yeah, yeah, that, that's it. Chapter 4. A Sabbath rest for the people of God. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them, because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said. So I declared an, an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again, in the passage above, he says, they shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again said a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua has given them rest, God would not have spoken out later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirits, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. 
everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, for all the things that are happening right now around us, we pray, Lord, that we would not be tempted, Lord, to conform to the ways of the world. We ask, Lord Jesus, help us to remain strong in your ways. Lord, help us to read your word every day. Lord, help us have those opportunities, Lord, to have those quiet times where we can just come and hear from you. Time to pray. Time, Lord, where everything else can be put out of the way so that we can just have a time to focus on you. We thank you, Jesus, for all your answers to prayer, for every incredible time of blessing and joy, Lord, for the fullness of life that you have given us. We give you all the praise and all the glory, the King of Kings, the Lion of Judah. Lord, that you are roaring for your people. You love us so much. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you very much for joining with me today. I hope you have a wonderful day and may the words of the Lord, the gospel of hope, of the truth, we pray it will really make an incredible difference in every step that you make. I'll be back very soon with another reading, but take care and may God bless you all. Bye just now.